Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell and I'm not going to take this anymore! And now... Nigel, go off the rails with Rob Kendall. The noise pollution. My name is Nigel, Rod Kendall from the Kendall and Casey Show, Indigo Off the Rails. Rob, how are you? Great. Thanks, as always, to our segment sponsor, Garage Doors of Indianapolis. A couple of things here locally I want to get to first before we uh, spread our wings and go nationwide. The Indy Public Safety Committee last night advanced that Hogset proposal, the gun control proposal that's essentially unenforceable. Yes. Right? I mean, he wants to raise the age to buy a gun in Marion County from 18 to 21 in the permitless carry in the county, which was just signed into law, I believe, last year. Right. And, you know, and the whole assault weapons thing. This has no teeth uh, because there are state laws prohibiting uh, local counties and ordinances from making their own laws con- uh, having to do with guns, correct? Yeah. So what is actually going on here then? What are we looking at if this has no teeth? Uh, the last time I rep- checked, the Republican legislature is done for now, and there's no clamoring to get rid of the the laws that would make it possible so that Marion County could have their own gun laws. What's going on really here? Well, I have three words for you, Nige, and we'll count them here together. Election year pandering. Ah, I believe that's the phrase you're yes. looking for. Of course, he knows it's not going to stand up. He knows that it won't last in a court. But he's going to. What are we doing? We're talking about it right now. I don't think people coming to WIBC are in the hogshead wheelhouse of voters. But how <laughs> how is how are the other news outlets in the city covering it? Probably how brave he was, how he's fighting for reduction in gun violence, how he cares about kids, and he cares about public safety. And they are. But I've also heard them all say. This is unenforceable unless the uh, preemption act is done away with. Yeah, but so but so many people are emotional voters. Yes, you know, exactly. And well, gonna... at least he's trying. Right. And and look, they have voted this guy in twice. He was a moron the first time he ran. He was a bigger moron the second time. And in a post-COVID world, he's going to be an even bigger moron the third time. Here's the problem you've got. This county now, this city, is so Democrat because anybody with an ounce of common sense, other than, I guess, Hammer, has gotten the heck, <laughs> gotten the heck out of this place. And I did. I did 10 years ago. Yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah. it just becomes more Democrat by the day. So if you couldn't beat him in 2015 and you couldn't beat him in 2019, now, Chuck Brewer was a terrible candidate in 2015. Merritt was an okay candidate, but he was incredibly underfunded. Jefferson Shreve is going to be a better candidate because he has infinite money, but you're not going to overcome a 60-40 you know, advantage, and so uh, he's probably going to win again. But if you're a Democrat and you're saying the crime is out of control in the city, we agree there's so many, I mean, there was like 20 to 24 shootings last weekend, and you watch the mayor get up in front of this council and try to take steps that won't pass, that won't work, It's it has zero teeth, wouldn't you say to yourself, wouldn't your time and taxpayer money be better spent on something that would work? Nigel, there Isn't are people... It, Nigel, I mean, you're, it's just you're, common sense. Nigel, yes, that's the problem. You're saying it's common sense. You're approaching it as a rational thinking person. You're, there are people in this world who did not vote for Donald Trump because they didn't like his Twitter. 
Okay. Sure. I mean, you're trying to you're trying to apply logic to something that there is no there's no logic to, and he is totally playing to the 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 idiot mommies out there who think, well, this guy's trying when he's not actually trying at all. He doesn't care at all. He's totally wed and in bed with the maniac lunatic leftist. He was totally on board with the rioters and the protesters. I mean, sure. when he when he when he awoke the next morning, yeah, when he, he was, came to, yeah, and and so you know, this guy doesn't care at all. He him and Mears are in lockstep. And look, the fact that Mears won against a pretty good candidate who was reasonably well-funded shows this is just a deep blue city. Anybody who cares at all about this stuff has gotten out of there, and the rest of the people are content to live in the cesspool. Any credit for Hogsett? No. Who <laughs> there. Any other actually questions? said, we talked to uh, FOP President Rick Snyder yesterday. He's actually on board with the three federal prosecutors, two or three federal prosecutors that Hogsett wants to bring on board to bypass local Marion County prosecutors, mirrors, to get these repeat violent offenders to stay in prison longer. I well, mean, but, it, but, but why now? Exactly. He could have done this three years ago. I mean, again, this is a guy who, when his city was being burned and looted and rioted to the ground, when you could finally find him, of course, he went hours upon hours upon hours. No, Nobody has any idea where he is. And it is amazing that nobody in this city has ever asked him, other than Hammer's dad, where That's were right. you during the riots? I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> the, the mayor went missing during the riots to the point where a deputy mayor had to make the call to let these people burn the city to the ground. And nobody in this city who gets access to Joe Hogsett has ever once asked him, where were you? And because they know they know where he was. So the point on all this is this is a guy who when he came when he was finally figured out where he was, was totally on board with these people. He let it happen again the next sure. night. Sure. The next night the National Guard should have been put in place. I, I don't know if there was a curfew or not. There had to have been a curfew. I can't remember, but at the very least, the second night was inexcusable. And then he goes out the next day and apologizes to the the social justice writers about how IMPD was acting. This that was the most stunning part of the whole the whole thing to me when that happened. This city this city sucks, Nigel. And I mean, but what I mean by this is, and it pains me to say it, is the malaise over this city. When you go out and you walk around downtown Indianapolis, it smells. It's almost like there's a haze over the place. There's vagrants and uh, you know panhandlers yeah. and you know homeless people everywhere. And some homeless people can't help it, and I understand that. But they're not trying to help them. And the majority of these people out there appear to be people who are just trying to shuck you down for a dollar. So I mean, it's just it, this. This city, it was so great, and it was a you know just a place people were proud of to call home. Yeah. And you look at what has happened under Joe Hogg said, it, it, you don't want to spend. You don't want to spend five minutes outside in this city. I'll give you a perfect example, and maybe I'm overreacting. I don't know, but my dad and his wife live downtown. They've yeah. been over to the place. Uh, my kids are with them right now during this conversation, and uh, they wanted to know if they could walk to the circle and come into the studio, and that way I could take them home tonight. They were, they were watching them today. I go, no, I'll just come over and pick them up. I'll come. I'll pull into the garage and pick them up. I don't want you walking. And maybe that's an overreaction. I don't know. It's just a gut feeling I have at this point because I've seen exactly what you're talking about all over the place. And isn't that pathetic? Because there I used know. to be, there used to be a time, and you know this as well as anybody. There was a time where yes, there were parts of Indianapolis that were violent. And you shouldn't be going out after dark or wandering around in. But they always, even under. Uh, 
the, uh, the guy who was mayor before Ballard. Uh, oh, we got Peterson. Peterson. Yeah, even under Peterson, they had said, hey, we are going to defend the core of this city, and the core of this city will largely remain safe, and if you're going to pull shenanigans, you're not going to do it in this you know, mile radius or whatever. And now, anywhere is fair game in this city. Uh, going off the rails with Rob Kendall, I, uh, I know you talked to Hammer briefly a couple days ago after our conversation with Representative Jim Lucas, who was arrested for DUI and leaving the scene of an accident. Uh, he uh, pled guilty, is on probation. What did you think of our conversation with, with Jim Lucas? I know you guys, maybe there's some personal stuff there with the social media arguing. I mean, credit to him. He came in the same room with you and argued about property taxes. There's not going to be any disciplinary action from the legislature, right? Do you think this everything that's happened has been enough and we can move on? Well, I thought you guys did a great job with your interview. And what came out of that interview is a guy who refuses to admit he was hiding the car. I mean, the video, the body cam footage, it is, and you pushed back on him and did a great job. It's yeah. laughable. It's laughable that this guy, it, it's either he is a pathological liar on this or he is in such denial. It's like OJ. OJ, I think OJ's convinced himself he didn't do it. I mean, it is obvious when that cop approaches him and is talking about a van, he knows who he's talking about. He knows what he did. And he's getting cute with the cop. Oh, I don't know anything about a van. Yeah. And then, you know, you were even laughing at him. You know, it's laughable that you put that car, the truck, whatever, behind that carpet place and act like you're not attempting to. He was trying to get home. He was trying to get home and hope, well, yeah, okay, so I took out public property and cost thousands of dollars worth of damage. But if nobody saw me do it, well, then, you know, the next day I can claim, yeah, it was a deer or whatever. He knows what he was doing. And he still, two and a half weeks later, is going out of his way to insult every person listening to your show by going, no, I wasn't trying to hide that. Uh, so you think you should resign. You think you should have been uh, disciplined by um, the powers that be in the legislature. Uh, neither one of those things is happening. And I'm assuming you're not OK with that. No, I think it's a, I think it's a disgrace. I think he has been an embarrassment to our state and these constituents so many times. And I think what was frustrating frustrating for me is he sprints to your guy's show and you guys should absolutely do the interview with him and you guys did the right thing it's great because you got a lot of really good stuff on tape like the fact that he's not going to quit drinking he doesn't see drinking as a problem i guess it's just his judgment that he got behind the wheel i don't think anybody believes this is the first time that it happened and the first time you did it you just happened to blow through a sure. barricade yeah. but he doesn't see the drinking as a problem he appeared to me annoyed that he even had to do this like okay i gotta do it i'm gonna get it out of the way and look i don't think the guys learn anything and again you want to continue to pray for the guy that he gets the help he needs because i don't think this is going to stop but for a guy to you you said it best even if you didn't think you had a drinking problem if you got caught doing it or whatever wouldn't you say i'm never putting myself in that position Absolutely. ever again and he was just yeah. totally flipping about it i mean it's just unbelievable but you guys did a great job well, with the interview yeah, thanks and you can go back and listen to that go to the hammer and nigel page wibc.com this this poll i'm looking at here trump is leading biden in a national poll of all registered voters 44 percent for trump 43 percent for biden 14 percent still undecided so trump's numbers still looking good after the indictment after the arraignment this week does this he raised what I, i'm looking at this number seven million dollars in a day after the 
the latest indictment. <laughs> what does this say about Donald Trump's chances in an election? Well, the 14% is very interesting. And look, there's a whole bunch of people that are going to only vote for Trump. And if he's not the nominee, they probably won't vote. So in a sense, Trump kind of has the Republican Party held hostage. And look, I thought DeSantis would do better than he has done once he made his announcement. But I just think Trump... So my buddy Bart has a tarantula named Stripes. <laughs> and I was asking Bart the okay. other day. Here, so just, I'm gonna go somewhere with this. It'll, it'll it'll come to somewhere relevant. And I was asking my buddy Bart. I said, "How do you feed that thing?" And he said, "Well, I give it crickets." And I said, "So like when you throw yeah. a cricket in the cage, do stripes just run out there and eat the cricket?" And he said, "No, because stripes knows he can eat whenever he wants, and the cricket can't fight back. So stripes will just sit in in that." in his little cage or pen or whatever for days at a time and that cricket knows that the tarantula is there and the cricket lives in fear because there's nothing the cricket can do he knows the end is near sure. and no matter what the cricket does he will end up being eaten <laughs> by stripes and stripes knows he can eat the cricket whenever he wants and so i'm thinking about this in, in this analogy trump is stripes and every other republican is the cricket because if you go out like christie and blast the guy everybody hates you if you give some half-assed mealy mouth thing like pence and nikki haley did yeah. everybody sees that they hate you if you go out and support him like vivek ramaswamy does you're totally subservient to trump there's nothing you can do trump can eat the cricket trump can eat the field whenever he wants and he knows that there's no way to win in this if you're anybody other than Donald Trump. We've got about 45 seconds left. Is this a witch hunt? Are there certain aspects of the special prosecution's case that are legitimate? What do you think a uh, big picture is, is going to happen as uh, well, we proceed with if, this? If, if everybody's going to go to jail, then fine. If Biden's going to jail, fine. If Hillary's going to jail, fine. Then Trump should go to jail, too. But how can you yeah. say that one yes. guy who has stuff from the 1970s that he never should have had, ah, that's fine, and then there is an actual legal case we're trying to say hey i declassified it when i walked out the door with yep. it oh this guy's got to go to jail it's total weaponization of the Absolutely. justice system in this country uh rob kendall uh thank you for coming in and you're a very special sponsor yes right? uh, garage doors of indianapolis thank you nigel uh, kendall and casey show tomorrow nine to noon thank you rob it is the hammer and nigel show